Welcome to the Power of Expression podcast, here to help you show up with the fullest expression of you. This is a place where we will explore the latest trends in fashion and design and the magic of aligning those external expressions with your true authentic self. I'm your host, Jill Pagano, custom men's wardrobe stylist with Jay Hilburn, and a lover of all things self-expression. If you know you have a message and mission to live out in this life, but if you're like me and you get caught up living for the expectation of others, then this is the show for you. For most of my life, I sought the approval and validation of everyone, especially those closest to me, and lost myself in that journey. Thankfully, my passion, curiosity, and evolution brought me here. Each week, we'll dive into the latest examples of how to authentically express yourself through what you wear, how you design your home, how you lead yourself and others, and so much more, all to help you find your unique gifts and share them with the world. Because when you express yourself, you allow others to do the same. That's the power of expression. Now let's get into it. Welcome to the Power of Expression podcast, where you get to show up in your fullest expression, whatever that looks like, feels like, and love the journey along the way. So today's episode is really a continuation of the last two episodes I've had, episode 17 and 18. Now this is going to be episode 19, and it is all around the pillars of self-regulation. So the first pillar, and that would have been episode 17, but the first pillar is the um, having safe and transformational co-regulation. So in essence, what that means is that you are in an environment, you are in connection, community, um, you're being coached and mentored by um, by someone and you're in a group setting where you feel safe to express all of you, not just the good things, but are just the good emotions, but also the, to be able to express your grief, express sadness, express anger, and have all of that be okay. So that is the first step and the first pillar of self-regulation. And that is truly the foundational piece. If you do not have that safe environment, then you will not transform and be able to become, and more importantly, sustain the next version of you, the greater version of you, that next being able to take the next steps in your life and be able to move forward. So without that, nothing else matters. So really, really having that foundational um, piece. The second part of the self-regulation, so that would have been episode 18, is um, meta-affective awareness and skill set. And what that is, affect is your emotions. So meta just as a recap, meta is a larger understanding of the research. So meta is actually, it's a study of studies. So this has all um, been a lot of research in, in all of this, in the self-regulation. So meta is a larger understanding, a larger study, and affect is 
emotions is your emotions. So having a larger understanding of your emotions, having an awareness, and then having a skill set. And what that is, is how do you feel about how you feel? It is becoming and being aware of your feelings and of your emotions. And then how capable are you to Um, What is your understanding and to be able to dive into your feelings and emotions and sit with the feelings and emotions in order to learn the lesson that it is showing up for you. There's a reason why you are feeling a certain way. So to dive into that, to have that awareness and then to have the skill set to be able to feel it, to acknowledge it, to be able to process it and then take the next steps. So that is the second pillar of the self-regulation. So today's episode is metasomatic awareness and skill set. Somatics are our bodies, physical sensations. So what is going on in our bodies? And do you are you aware of the physical sensations going on in your body? And then the skill set. So somatic awareness is being aware of the sensations in your body. This involves paying attention to your physical sensations and body experiences along with the feelings associated with them. If you have a trauma history, your body is the last place you want to be. Chronic pain. How do you feel about the physical pain? And then what is my body doing? When these emotions happen, is it tension? What is it? Tension in the stomach? Where does that physical sensation, where does it manifest in your body? Is it in your neck? Are you, do you get chronic headaches? Is it uh, shoulder pain? Is it back pain? Is it, is it upper back, middle, lower back pain? Is it legs? Is it feet? Is it stomach? Where does that physical sensation and where does that pain, where does it show up? Um, that is a big part of it. Physical sensations are separate from our emotions. Okay. And then I will be giving some personal experiences and some personal examples in all of this. But um, so now there's a self-regulation assessment. So metasomatic awareness and skill set. So when it comes to your next level, how capable are you of paying attention to your physical sensation, body experience, along with the feelings associated with them? Your body intelligence has asked you to do different things. What's going on in your body? If there's a lot of tension in the fascia, in the muscles, all of that is showing up again for a reason and it's tapping into and having that metasomatic awareness and then having the skill set. Um, paying attention to your body. So for your next level, is your body giving you symptoms? That's really, really important. What is happening in your body? Is it telling you to slow down or do you have to crash and burn? Or can you notice just a slight tweak? That is part of the awareness and the skill set. And then what is that skill set like? Okay, so now let me give you some real life examples. 
Uh, so first of all, I can actually go back to my childhood and I was sick all the time. And when I say sick, meaning I had, it would be a really, really bad cold, like a really, really bad head cold, but it would also, I would always have a fever and always have a sore throat, like a horribly horrible, um, sore throat. And I was sick at least, I was, I would say at least once a month or once every couple, I'll say once, maybe every couple months. And, Sick, sick enough, especially with a fever that I would have to stay home for school. And I remember always being so upset, not because I was sick, but because I was missing out on school. I was missing out on seeing my, my classmates, my friends, um, whether, you know, maybe there's a field, field trip or something like that, that I was missing out on. So I was always, always sick. Now, when I was nine years old, I did have my tonsils and adenoids removed and that helped tremendously in terms of my sore throat. So I didn't get a sore throat as much um, occasionally, but not as much, but I would still get a fever and a cold. And it wasn't until like probably 30 plus years later that I started to um, realize that there was an emotional body, body, um, body, mind, spirit connection. I was actually working with my therapist and my coach, Kathy. And we were, I was sharing some things and um, some things from my childhood and how I really, I was a middle child. So being a middle child is, is kind of standard to um, feel a little bit invisible. Um, so I definitely kind of was in that role where I really wasn't feeling very seen or, or loved actually as a child. And so what happened is that my body was manifesting these colds and these fevers, because when I was sick, my mom would pay more attention to me and I would be, um, I would get affection, physical affection from her that I craved so much. So it wasn't until I was in my thirties that I realized that I, part of me getting sick of having these colds, it was in order to be seen and feel loved because the only time I felt seen and loved was when I was sick. So that was my first experience and my first memory of having this somatic experience of my body showing up and showing me things. And I was way too young and certainly didn't have, you know, the knowledge or, or, um, words, vocabulary at all to make any sort of connection. I was a child. Um, but so now fast forward. So when I was 19, I remember, the, I remember the exact moment, but I was 19 and I was in a, um, college religion class and I, um, it was test, it was test day. And I was extremely stressed about this test. I had studied, but I also didn't feel ready or didn't feel comfortable in taking this test. And so I started getting this horrible, horrible stomach pain. 
I compare it to, so just hit pause on, on the story here. So um, if you ever get a headache and a headaches are terrible, absolutely. But then let's say you get a migraine. So a migraine is a headache, but it is an extreme version of um, migraine is an extreme version of a headache, right? So when people get stressed or they have they, there's triggers in their life that they can kind of connect the dots and be like, oh, this is why this is why and how I got the migraine headache. Right? There will there will always be some sort of emotional connection. Those um, those of you that are connected to that um, connecting the mind body spirit together. Right? We'll get started just after this message. If you're someone that's well-connected, driven, and eager to learn and grow a custom men's fashion business, I'd love to talk with you. I have partnered with Jay Hilbert, the world's largest custom lifestyle menswear brand with a fully independent sales force. Besides the world-class training offered by the home office, my personal program is based on a proven five-step process that helps you become your very best and show up fully both professionally and personally. If you're interested in learning more about this program and growing your fashion business, I invite you to request a free call by texting the word STYLIST to 573-502-0103. Again, STYLIST to 573-502-0103. I look forward to talking with you soon. So back to my stomach, I was getting these, I, I call it heartburn um, just because of lack of better words. It wasn't acid reflux. It wasn't anything that I was feeling in my throat, but it was this really severe pain right in the, the diaphragm. And I would be doubled over in pain, in tears at times. Um, and the only thing that made it feel better was to lay in the fetal position, which I found very interesting. So it started when I was 19 and I had all the tests done. Um, upper GIs, lower GIs, uh, blood work, um, ultrasounds, like all the things. I did food journals to figure out, was it was it this food? Was it this salad? Was it this uh, salsa? Was it something spicy? Like trying to connect all the dots and nothing, nothing connected. And all my test results came back fine. Um, so I just kept going on and going on. Then fast forward into my thirties and I started seeing, like I started seeing Kathy and just started having these conversations and it, all of a sudden just things started to fall into place and things started to make sense. And I realized that the pain that I was feeling, the only connection that I could make was that it was stress related. So if you think about migraine headaches, like for me, the version of a migraine headache was was showing up in my stomach. And what I could connect the dots to is that it was something in my life, something in my outside world that was stressing me out, um, whether it was my relationship, friendships, business, career, projects, financial issues, 
um, spiritual well-being, like all of it, the connecting the dots was that my body, somatic body, somatic, was showing up and manifesting this pain that was mirroring what was going on in my outside world. And that absolutely made sense. So then I started to do a little more research in that. And one book that I reference a lot, and it is Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And uh, you can find this on Amazon, really pretty cover. And this is, oh my gosh, this is probably 15 Yeah, probably 15 years old. So she has um, the same book, but uh, I think like an updated version. Um, So I started looking in the book and like, what what is stomach? So stomach problems, um, it's like heartburn, um, pepic, pepic, pepsic, pepsic, um, ulcers, which it was just stomach problems. Okay, so dread. So the, the, the emotional connection, the pain in my body, and then the emotional connection was dread, fear of the new, inability to assimilate the new. So I read that and I was like, that makes sense. I mean, that that just it it just connected. It made sense. Then I had um I started looking up anytime I had you know, a pain here or a pain there, I would look up in the book to see what was the emotional, what was the emotional connection. And so what I realized is that we are, you know, we're mind, body, and spirit, soul. And that we have all these cognitive thinkings and understandings and that we think we think in our in our head in our mind but what about our body this this body is is a vehicle is a vessel of how we get to live on this planet earth for however long right and i realized that the body the way the body communicates doesn't communicate through words it communicates through pain through aches through dis-ease through illnesses and so when i started to have that realization that all of a sudden my stomach pain wasn't this odd odd thing it was literally my body my beautiful vessel here was trying to teach me something about me, about what what it is that I needed to learn and what I needed to dive into. Because if I ever wanted to get to the next version of me, I had to understand in a loving way, but understand what was going on in my body in order to go to the next level, whatever that was. So I really, really started to do work around that. So every time I would get the pain, I would, um, so another thing is that I, I never took any drugs for this. Um, there was a couple of times where doctors would prescribe me, would write, you know, write a prescription pad and, and, and write me something, but I just never 
I never felt comfortable taking something that was, first of all, never diagnosed. So I didn't know what it was. And I was not just going to take drugs for the sake of taking drugs. I figured there was a deeper understanding that I needed to look into to to learn. So that's what I did. So when I would get the pain, I would um, certainly I would get in the fetal position if I needed to. And I would just, I would do some deep breathing. I would allow my body to feel what it was feeling and um, just really tap into, really tap into that. Um, since then, I have worked with Mastin Kip, who's um, done a lot of research and read a lot of research papers around this. There's more and more research being done with um, chronic illnesses and just illnesses in general and disease is dis-ease. So again, what is it that our body is telling us? And it's called psychoneuroimmunology. And it is, and it is that mind-body-spirit connection that our body is um showing up in ways to um showing up in ways that we need to heal, but heal on a spiritual, emotional, mental level. Instead of a physical level, it's our body is a physical level, of course, but our body is showing up in a way for us to tap into our emotional, spiritual, and mental well-being. So that really is the work. And again, there's more and more research being done around this phenomenon. So very cool. And then there's also a book um, called The Body Keeps Score. I want to say it's by Dr. Peter Levine. Um, it's a very, very well-known book. It is steeped. It is all around science and data and research, and it's super thick. Um, so definitely, if you want to learn more about your body and the body connection, it's called, like I said, The Body Keeps Score, and that um, can certainly help as well. And then the Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. So I, what I have found that has worked the best for me in part of this, back to the, the, the original topic, the pillar, one of the pillars of self-regulation is this metasomatic awareness and skill set. So are you, when you get, when you feel a tweak, when you get sick, when you get a headache, when you get a stomach ache, when you um, get a cold, when you get a sore throat, you get a cough, can you stop? Can you pause and stop and tap into what it is that your body is communicating to you because it's just simply your body doing its job. So instead of covering it up, can you sit with it and see and feel and hear the lesson that maybe it's trying to teach you? So, so much of this is really around the first step is the awareness and not going into autopilot and not going into being robotic about you think you have to do this or do that, but just sit with it. So I will, I will end it with this. And that is when I do have something come up, a sore throat, a cough, a cold, um, uh, really like uh, uh, allergies, I uh, really like like um, nasal congestion like that, 
or the stomach. Every now and then I certainly still will get the stomach pain. And in fact, um, I got the stomach pain just last week and it was, it was on cue. And that is, that was, I was working on a new project. I'm working on a new project where it is going to cause me to put myself out there in a new way. So guess what happened? I get the stomach pain. Stomach pain that I experience is dread, fear of the new, and inability inability to assimilate the new. So like I said, I, I didn't take, I don't take any drugs. So I just sit with it. I put my hand over it and I ask it questions and I say, um, what is it that you need to tell me? What is it that you are trying to get my attention? What do I need to hear? What do I need to learn? So the part of me that asked the question, a different part of me will answer and I always get the answer. And so it's the um, process of the awareness and then the acknowledgement and allowing it to be and not making it something more. And so just sitting in that, sitting in that awareness and that acknowledgement is actually part of the skill set. So I'm able to sit with it before it you know, before it gets worse. So that's one of the self-regulation assessment questions. How capable are you? How um, do you have to crash and burn before you listen to your body? Or can you listen to the whispers? Can you listen to the subtleness of what's going on? And then make a slight tweak, whatever that is. So I hope this message, if this is the first time you're hearing this, or maybe you're starting to hear this vocabulary and this conversation, but it gives you a little bit more, I don't want to say think, because thinking is in your head, but more about feeling and acknowledging and being aware of what's going on in your body, because that. Our body literally has all the answers. And so it's it's pausing and stopping and being in love with your body and being in love with this beautiful vessel and vehicle and wisdom and intelligence that our body has. It's just a matter of us being quiet enough to listen and then be able to Um, take the necessary next steps. So I am sending you so much love, tap in, dive in, and know that we're, you know, we're all in this together. So if this message served you, please, it means so much to me if you forward it on to a friend and um, help me get this message out. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. And until next time, see you later. Thank you very much for listening. Grateful and appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you passed it on to your friends and helped me get this message out into the world. If you liked what you heard and you could take 30 seconds, give me a five-star review and share it with your friends, I will be forever grateful. 
Remember, the power of expression is in everything we do. Sending you so much love. And until next time, bye everyone.